Hey, 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 you're now tuned in to Underdog Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Jones Jr., the underdog with a royal cart. I have conversations with successful underdogs, and today we have my homeboy, Gardy Saturn. He's a real estate entrepreneur, leveraging credit to build his real estate um, empire. How you doing today, bro? Yo, I'm doing good, bro. I'm doing good. How you feeling over there? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, it's kind of snowing so we're gonna see what that you know what that holds for tonight if it's just gonna be a little bit of it's gonna snow you know overnight because it's been snowing here lately how's the weather there yo we got we got like some oh um it probably came like kind of like maybe like one two in the morning and then um it didn't but it didn't stick though so it didn't stick it's like almost already gone so you know it's good man it's good i'm not uh I'm not feeling the cold weather anymore, man. I'm ready to. I'm ready to get out of here. I feel you on that. Yeah, it, uh, Indiana, our weather is bipolar. It could be snowing one day, fifty degrees the next day. I'm kind of over it, but you know that's you know I you deal with it. And people, it's so funny. People be like, "Oh my gosh, it's snow." You know, it's winter time, right? Like snow is gonna come. Like it, we expect the snow, we expect the cold, but it's like it's something new when it actually happens. <laughs> but let's get into today's conversation. We're gonna talk about real estate since you're a real estate entrepreneur. My first question um, is: When you were working your nine to five, you were, you know, paying your bills, going through life. What was it that you thought about to get out? Was it already real estate? Was it something else? What was it that kind of pushed you to kind of like, all right, I'm tired of this nine to five. I need to figure out something else to start doing. Yo, to be honest, um, I'm still pushing. I'm still pushing a nine to five right now. Um, What, like, what, what set it off um just how how I was able to like how I was able to invest, you know. Um sometimes people think that you need to have like you need to start less money or you know amount of saved up and that can make it that can make it easier, but um you don't always you don't always have that money to be able to start um in real estate. It just doesn't hurt money. Um once I'm playing my way through credit. I saw that as like opportunity that like kind of just removes like well I don't have money to invest in real estate and it kind of just shifted my mindset. Yeah, like now I have access to capital. Now I can go ahead and be able to invest in real estate. Okay, okay, I like that because a lot of people don't know that that you know when you think of real estate you think you got to have X amount of dollars you got to have. You know your your credit right, all this different stuff because that's what you hear until you start to actually you know go and research. So you you say you're still working your nine to five, but you're you're doing the real estate. Um, when what what did you like? What did you start off re- researching? Like what did you? How did you find out that you can use credit to you know get into real estate? How did that go about? Yeah. Um. To be honest, man, I just started, um, I started like, 
credit. And um, you know how to get how to get like just get my finances in order and learning how to like just improve my credit number one. And um, I heard like I hear people talk on social media, you know, leverage business credit to get into real estate. You know what I'm saying to get into Airbnb, Toro, and all of that stuff. And then I was like, all right, cool. I know I got to get credit score. Not great right now. So let me try and take care of it so I can get into business credit. And um, the person was like, you have like two years, like two years of business tax returns to be able to, be able to get business credit. I was working with them for like, probably for like a year, monthly to teach me how to like manage finances and everything. And um, once they told me like, no, no, it's not, um, it's not just like as easy. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm not going to be able to like work with this person just because like the end goal, the end goal is not there. And, um, what ended up happening while I got the credit, literally everybody that I worked with started, um, I just started learning more. Like the first, the second went to, you know, um, going through some stuff so they took a step back you know, to a third person and she helped me out and um after that I just learned you know so much through credit that um i learned like the inside i learned like all of the games all of the stuff how to do like hair and everything like that and um i got in i got you know my first business credit card i put marketing and i had to look for you know off-market deals i already knew how to, like do stuff virtually and um once I once I closed that once I closed that deal, it was like my first five figure deal in real estate. And this was all just you know business, you know, Put it into marketing. And then like sixty days later, I came out with my first five figure check. And once I saw that, then I, I know this model. I know this model could definitely work. And ever since then, it's been pushing in that direction. Mm, okay, you just. And what I like what you said was you didn't stop. Like, you know, sometimes people will maybe get a coach or a mentor or somebody that they look up to or try to get some information to help them. And they think, oh, this person is going to be the, the right person. That first person is, is really never that first person. But then you went to another person. You didn't give up. You kept going to different people to try to learn so that you could, you know, get more information so you could excel and level up because sometimes people will go to one or two people and be like oh skip it i'm not gonna go to nobody else you know they had a, a bad running with them or whatever the case may be but you have to make sure you're with the right fit because sometimes you could be with somebody they talking good money but they don't have to write the same morals as you not saying they're a dirty person but some stuff they might do that you don't do so that that's one thing i took away from that and then you said basically it was just learning you had to learn okay my credit kind of messed up right now so let me figure out how to do that and then once i do that now i can start getting a business credit and then instead of getting a business credit and going to buy some dumb stuff or just going to buy stuff that really probably wouldn't help you out you went and invested it and you were able to make a five-figure check which is awesome congratulations on that um and one thing I just heard you say that just for me, you have to be two years, like you have to have two years of, you know, tax return to get business credit. So that lets me know this is my second year of doing tax returns. So now I can get me some business credit because I've, you know, I've done that. 
So um, can you elaborate more on that particular like area for um, someone like myself? Uh, so this is my second year of, um, you know, getting a tax return. So will this year I'll be able to get business credit or will I have to wait till the following year? Yeah, so I think, uh, I think like, I, I know some more things, you know, come into factor with like getting business credit. Um, there's two ways to look at it. There's some people who will like, I went, the, I went the direction of building my personal credit to personal care and tour stuff. So that's like having my, you know, social paperwork, you know, when I'm applying, like when I'm applying for the, like for these business credit cards, um, mm-hmm. I, 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 that direction just because, um, I just, I wanted to get my credit. I wanted to get my credit up more than anything else. And, um, there's, um, you can build like true business credit, like under, you know, like your, your business LLC, um, mm-hmm. Like it just depends like which route you want to go to. There's some people who do, you know, um, build, like they actually build their business credit. It may take may take a little bit longer. Um, it may take you know some time to be able to build your personal credit up. Oh, but um, it just worked out for me a little bit better to work on my personal credit um a whole lot like a whole lot more. And um, that's what actually just better you know my favor. So. And this was somebody that told me at the time, like, you know, you you got to have like two years, like two years of tax return. Um, I haven't circled back, like if that, how valid that is, what other, um, what other information needed. Um, but once they, like, once they told me that, I was like, no, nah, I could work on my credit. I felt faster than two years. So I went the, mm-hmm. okay. the other Okay. Okay. So something i need to look in is working on my credit because yeah my credit like it, it took a little hit like i was i was moving up i was i was higher than what i actually thought when i actually started looking at my credit and looking at the numbers and then once i got a divorce something happened in there that shot it all the way down so like i gotta you know recover like i really don't even have debt i just gotta figure out how to get the my my actual number up because the only i got uh one debt like that's not even twenty thousand it's like i think it's like twelve thousand at the most um so that's something that i need to work on so um you went and you got the information to how to build so can you teach people how to build credit or you just went and learned it how to um fix your own credit or is it something that like when you do that is it something where you you know you not licensed or you're like a coach or something are you able to do that or did you just take the route of i'm gonna learn how to repair credit uh, my credit for myself yeah i just i just ended up looking for myself because like i said the first person i worked with them for like a year so i'm spending money the second person um you know and, and they had some personal stuff they was going through, so that are like readjust their business and, um I was like, like money already spent. So then I was like, yo, I have like I have to learn this stuff just because um I can't wait. I can't wait on other people, you know what I'm saying? Together. Um I just like I just learned the game. And um as far as it, you know, a lot of this stuff is just really just paying like paying your bills on time, paying your credit card bills on time and not outside of your means. So um people that I like I 
fuck the game up. They just taught me that, you know, your you know, your utilization are is like the most two important thing. Both those together combined make up like six percent of your score. So if you so like let's say for example, if you have a credit card that's like you know five thousand dollars and then um the limit is five thousand dollars, like ten percent is gonna be hundred. And a lot of people talk about the thirty percent, but the ten percent has like the most biggest impact. Like on and once I started putting my debt, I mean my credit card utilization, and I kept it under ten percent, that's when I saw like my credit score increase the most. So like sixty-five percent of your score is just being able to pay your credit card bills on time, number one, and then a low balance. Those those two things are going to be like the most important. And some other things like coming factor, you know, like how many profile, um, you know, if you have like any other like you know a car payment. Mortgage payment, like cards. How one? How many credit cards you have? Also, like the length, uh, history, you know, and also um the limit on your is more. I had a not just only by the score, but also by like the entire profile, and um, and I do it myself just so I could, just so I could learn the biggest thing. Like I wanted to make. I was getting yeah. results and like you said you know uh i worked with a few people and i just keep pushing you know everyone goes through stuff in life where you know they got personal things in business that happen and i was like no i can't i can't wait on somebody to be able to get my stuff together i just get yeah. as like i have to get my together for myself and wherever i can get this done at is wherever i can get it done at i feel it i feel it so it's it's like you 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 weren't waiting for nobody because sometimes when you start, you know, a business or especially with investing, you know, sometimes you got to get around people that's already done it. They can show you the game. But then once you learn, you learn the game, you was like, let me take the initiative to build my, my credit because really nobody else can build your credit. So even if you were doing the other stuff and you got to a point where they were like, well, your personal credit isn't high enough for you to do this. Now you're not able to do any of the stuff that you learn because you didn't actually work on your, you know, personal credit. Sometimes people are scared to look at those numbers. You know, for a long time, I was actually scared to look at my credit. Like, for some reason, I just thought it was bad, but I've only had one credit card my whole life. Like, I don't have, I didn't have at the time, like, any anything bad going on. I had student loans. I didn't have any hospital bills. So when I actually looked at it, my credit score was actually decent, and I was able to get a house. Um, when I was married and had my family, we were able to, you know, get a house because my credit was where it needed to be. But now it's, you know, it got shot down. And some of those things you said, um, like the inquiries or like making sure that you're paying off, um, you know, little bills, because sometimes it's those hospital bills, them hospital bills. I had a couple bills. They was like thirty seven dollars, sixty some dollars. I'm like, let me pay this off because this sitting on my credit, messing my credit up. And this ain't. This me maybe going on a date or going to get a haircut twice a twice a month. You know what I'm saying? So it's like sometimes people are scared to actually look at those numbers to actually, you know, start a business or have business credit. And I don't know why that is like you have to look at your numbers, no matter if you got a 800 score, you got a 400, a 600. You got to know your numbers because you got to be able to fix that problem that you have, because with credit. 
not too many, only you can really fix your credit, not nobody else. Um, so you get that first, you know, that first deal. I know you were like super excited, but did you get super excited and be like, all right, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna just wait it out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna celebrate off this one. Or did you go back out there and like, all right, let me see how I can get another one. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's exactly like, that's exactly, uh, that's exactly what we did. Just, just to give you guys like some insight, uh, all this time when I say like, I, my time to learn credit um it took me it took me like almost two uh, it took me almost like two years to be able to get in position just to be able just to be able to work on my credit and at that time i learned that you could actually leverage um a credit partner what to do um to be able to leverage a credit partner is that um you know in business there's something called like an operating agreement and it just it's just it states like the terms of the agreement like two people coming on to be able to do business together and, um there's gonna be uh you put like you know members of that LLC. when you put when you put somebody who is 90 percent or more owner of that llc you go like when you go apply for credit you know they're gonna be they're gonna only pull that person's credit profile they're not gonna pull like anybody else's so now it went from not being in position learning the game and then i'm actually able to leverage a credit partner right so that was the that was how i was able to get the first um like my first business credit card it was actually leveraging a credit partner and uh, this is the reason why why like it's to um like have a coach have a mentor and um so they they can teach you other ways to be able to like still navigate this game you know because like it, it it does take time getting your credit. It does take time getting your credit together. But now when you you can't like you can't never unlearn it. You know what I'm saying? So God forbid if my credit ever gets messed up, I mean not saying that it will get messed up, but in life things happen. You know, sometimes like you may be in a position or your credit may be messed up because you're invested and in, you know what I'm saying like too many deals and you're overextended. So now it's like all right, cool. I leverage someone else's credit. Let me go like let me do this. So um, that's how I got you know that first business credit card, and once I got position, it was a wrap. You know that's how I was able to uh, get the capital. That's how I was able to like you know purchase um my first, property. and this was all off of just leveraging um the business credit, and I knew, you know my way through real estate. I knew like what to do once I once I got like business credit on my own. Um, yeah, to answer your question, uh, once I got it. We did, we did, we went through like a whole bank, a few more banks, and then we got the capital that we needed. After that, it was like off to the race. Mm, that's, I, I learned something new, you know, when you said having a, like a business, a credit partner and, you know, having them. So that's something that, you know, I'm sure some people that are listening might not have never known or heard of, because I've never known or heard of that. So that's that's just you learning the game. And like you said, you had to get you a mentor, a coach to show you that, like, hey, you know, because it could have took you a little longer to get, you know, some credit or however you were going to get the deal. But you were able to get it faster because you were so invested in yourself to invest in getting the information and then finally finding the right person uh, to help you get there. Because like you said, 
life happens. You know, sometimes a person could be a business coach or a mentor or whatever. Something happens and it, you know, they get off or they got to handle that and they're not able to do that. But then you have some people that know how to operate through whatever happens in life and they're able to show you, all right, hey, I, I went down that path. You don't need to go down there. Here, this is what you need to do. Here, I know somebody to go talk to them. They'll be able to help you out. So now you're getting properties. Are you getting, what kind of properties are you getting? Like your first, I say, let's say your first three, what kind of properties are those? Like, what are they looking like? So right now, um, I have one property in Cleveland, Ohio, and um, this was a uh, duplex. So um, this was a duplex, um, and we use something called money. This strategy distracts something called the price strategy and uh, you know it's common in real estate anybody you know who's in real estate understand it um um use a hard money loan right use a hard money loan well what i did to be able to to be able to to be able to get into this deal was i found a hard money lender in ohio and they was able to like lend me the money they was able to lend me the money to be able to purchase the property so um, they lent me the money to be able to purchase the property. I had to put a down payment on it. The down payment came from the capital that I was able to use from the business credit. So um, I was able to put the down payment with that. We was able to, I was able to buy the property and uh, it's a two family. The tenant upstairs decided, you know, to move out. Um, you know, the owner, you know, communicated that, you know, the property is being sold or whatever the case is. So the upstairs tenant moved out. And uh, we went up there. We was able to do a rehab, just update some stuff. And typically, that's what you uh, that's what you want to be able to do. You want to buy, you want to go through the rehab, and you want to be able to rent. So we bought the property. We rehab upstairs. Like I said, the upstairs tenant moved out. The down there, and um, you know, we was able to ask for like a higher rent um, upstairs, just because like now the property's in. The so um, after like after all of that is done. The hard money loan is only good for like six months. So uh, you have to go through a refinance. And the refinance is, you know, once you go through a rehab, the property is, you know, performing a little bit better. You want to increase the value, right? And then that value increase, you could borrow against that value. So I got the property uh, purchase price was 70000 You know, I had to go through two lenders. Uh, the first lender came back a little bit too low. Uh, where I needed it to be. So I went through a, a second lender and the second lender came back and the property got appraised for 110,000. So um, at that price point for 110,000, they're going to be able, they're going to be able to lend you um, 75%, 70 to 75% of that balance. So I was able to pull out, I was able to pull out about, I think it was like 82, $85,000. Uh, and I had a, my mortgage from the hard money lender is only good for six months. And I balanced that balance is $63,000. So like, obviously there's a difference. I'm able to pull out 85 and we'll pay off, pay off the, uh, the 63. And you know, this two costs that are going to be a with that because like the transaction, they're going to want to eat, you know? So the title company, when you close, there's, there's going to be a fee that goes to uh, the person who's lending you. And, um, you know, I was able, I was able to get out of my hard money. Home, and I was able to get, you know, some capital back out. So now we put that, you know, pay my business credit cards down. 
be able to um have some money and then run the play again at this point. Um, and I do want to touch on the things like one of the things that I learned, uh, especially like when you're when you like borrowing money, right? When you're borrowing money, you want to be able to like you want to be able to go through a full rehab. And um, after this process, there's just certain things that I was able, I was able to like under understand and conceptualize a because um people like to be honest man people come on like you have a podcast and it's like do this do this and do that and then it's like do it and then it didn't really work out it didn't really work out like the best and um what i learned was like going through these going through these appraisals um going through these appraisals that the agent the the appraisal they're gonna look they're gonna look at uh how that got sold on the market on the MLS, right? So, and my property is in Cleveland, Ohio. And for those, um, for those who don't know, kind of like the Midwest is the Midwest is a rental market, right? So, what happens is that so when the agent goes goes on MLS and they look at the properties that are being sold, these properties are not rehab. You know, these properties are in like tip top condition where they went through a full rehab. So. The issue, the it's not an issue, but what that tells me is that you have cash buyers, true cash buyers that have money, right? They have money. They're able to come into these markets and they are able to buy strictly with cash and they don't need to refinance out, right? So now, so now these properties that get sold on the MLS have the pictures and everything. They're gonna be able to like look at the condition. So the issue is that when you um when you go to refinance out, you're gonna be the, the appraisal is gonna be able to look at properties that got sold on MLS, right? That's that were not rehab. Not rehab. So you go, so now when you go through and go through rehab yourself, right? Now you gotta look at it and say, like, cool, what condition is the properties being sold in on the MLS and what's the condition of the property once I'm done with the rehab, right? And we was only able to rehab the upstairs unit, not the downstairs unit, right? So oh. I think that's one of the reasons why my appraisal came back lower, you know, than than I need to because I didn't go through like a full oh. rehab, right? So the idea, since you're since you're since you're in business to be able to borrow this capital, right? Because you got to understand this is business, credit, right? So you do have to be able to pay this money back. Make sure okay. understands that you have to be able to pay this money back. Um, stuff that I is like it's actually better to be able to go full rehab, right? Full make everything nice, so that now when it's time to refinance, the whole goal was to, to like you know improve the the property as much as possible, be able to pull that refinance money out, pay off you know your business credit cards, and then hopefully if it's a deal, then you know you have to refinance and you could put that towards the next project that was probably um one of the um that i saw when i actually like went through like when i went through that so that's probably one of the things i would have done a little bit differently okay okay so i think we forgot to say where you live where you where you live at now so um i'm in new york i'm in a new jersey area 
So um, all of my uh, investing that I do right now is out of state. Okay, so yeah, you out of state. Um, how how does that like how does that work? Did you have do you have to leave? You know, go and visit. I know for the rehab part, do you, were you a part of the rehab process or did you have a team? Like, how did you even find? So first question is, how did you find out about you know this out of state place? You live in New York. You find somewhere in the Midwest, Ohio, probably somewhere nobody really you know knows, but it's a good value for um for the for your building for your home. But how did you find that information, and then how does that process work with you doing the rehab? Is it a team? Are you going there yourself? Are you traveling? You know, how does that work? Yeah. So, um, question, man. Honestly, the thing that really started off was um I saw people just talk about in Ohio on social media that you know like you know coming over here um a lot of state investors were investing over there and I just I just talk on social media and um the thing with social media is like you know a lot of people a lot like a lot of people could post like literally but once you kind of know some people that's in the game and they've been doing it for some while you'll start to like you'll start to and two together and um that i went to you know i made like i made the investment and training that i went to and i went there in person and um that was, i'm actually going out to ohio and i just, just learned about the market right i learned about the market i was able to go out there and network i was able to build the right relationships most importantly i think what helped me out the what helped me out the most I already did a few small deals under my belt about how to sell, how to like, you know, find um like off market real estate deals. So now when I'm when I'm in these environments, these conversations, you know, um I follow the conversation, you know, pretty well, right? I already know I already know stuff what I'm doing. So now it's more about like, all right, how can I like tap into this market? So um one, I think the most biggest things that you the relationships. Now, once I build the relationships with the right people, then that's when the game started changing. And um, I think like what what helps makes it easier is that you be valuable. You know, you gotta you gotta bring something to the table so then that even if the people who's like in that state that they're helping you out, it has to be like some sort of change of value. So um you know, luckily I was in a position where I was able to travel and I was able, you know, to go there and get some deals and be able to build my relationships. Um, and one of the contractors that I found for referral, you know, networking, I met him off a of clubhouse. He introduced me to his contract with a family member. And, um, you know, person, and, you know, I was able to go through, uh, I was able to go through that rehab. So um, doing it, like doing, it is possible. Um, like I said, you you have to be able to find the right relationship, kind of uh, screen in the right way, and then just make sure like the value you know is there. Some people they may look at business as like, all right, cool, you know, like we just like we make some money, right? And that, and that may motivate some people. And then there's other then then there's others that I've learned in my experience. That well, 
I can make money on my own, but like I need help doing this, right? And if you pay attention to the I need help doing this, you could help them do that. Then it's a relationship is more than money. And that's what like, you know, that's what I did. I made sure, you know, like I'm valuable. I made sure that I knew how to like find these deals. I made sure that I knew how to like put the plays together. So now when I make these calls, you know, uh, it work a whole lot easier for me. I like that. I like that. You said basically you have to build a relationship with people. And like you said, sometimes, you know, people like, oh, let's just go get this money. But it's like, what can you help me do? Like sometimes people be like, I remember uh, this woman I was talking to. She was like, well, I could help you. I'm like, what value can you add? So I was like, what can you do? And she was like, nothing. I was like, well, you can't add any value to what I'm doing. Like you just being around me ain't gonna add value. So like when it comes to business, there's nothing you can do for me. And it was not me trying to be mean, but it's like you gotta add value to me and I gotta add value to you. Like you said, you're able to do something that they're not able to do, they're able to do something you're not able to do, and you guys build a relationship. I'm sure y'all pretty cool now. Like y'all hang out or call each other, talk to each other because y'all build that relationship and now you're able to get referrals you're able to you know network with different people and you're out of state but you know you're in good hands with the people that you're working with because you build you know those relationships that's very important a lot of people uh like drake said no new friends no you gotta have those new friends because those new friends gonna get to get you to new levels so um you i i i love that you're out of state you're you're in a big state people would think oh you're in new york you're in the new jersey area you should be out there but no, you're you're building, you know, you're starting off small and you're working your way and you're building networks outside of where you're at. So when you eventually, if you want to, you know, build where you're at, you know what to do. And then you got people from out of state that might want to, you know, do something. Now you can work with other people because, you know, you build those relationships. So right. what yeah, are, thing, go, ahead. go ahead. One thing I do, um, I, start, I started in New Jersey. Um, you know, um, started in New Jersey. And I started off. I started off as wholesale, right? And wholesaling is just you know being able to like find a distressed property that vacant, a property that you know need work. Um, you know, a seller is motivated to foreclose. Um, you know, they want to be able to sell quickly. So um, that's you get that property on the contract. And you sell your contract to another investor, and then you make your money in between. Um, New Jersey just competitive right and this was me starting out in like 2019 um you know 2019 2020 and uh just competitive and me just like trying stuff i realized that like it was just hard you know trying to crack through crack through and um that's one of the reasons why well it's not one of the i just saw the opportunity in Ohio. and also the uh, thing that stood out was the the opportunity cost new jersey it's expensive it's expensive <laughs> to be able to like you know buy properties flip properties just the just the entry cost to be able to get involved in a deal so completely high and when i was researching like ohio i just realized like properties are selling for like a hundred thousand Hundred and fifty thousand, you know, and over here, on over here in this area, you know, 
like people are buying houses like 200 300,000 and then reselling them for like you know 400 500 so it's just like it just took it just took one it just took me learning two um once I once I learned I saw the opportunity and I just went you know I just went to um I just went to Ohio and I learned about Cleveland um I learned about Ohio and those are my two main markets uh, I actively invest in. That that that's smart. That what you did because somebody could you know somebody else might have wanted to give up. Oh, the you know it's it's competitive. Oh, I don't you know I don't have the funds to really compete in this mark in, in this area. But instead, you was like, okay, let me find some other area that I can you know, take an opportunity at and learn and still do the same thing that I want to do here until I get to that point. Now, when you, you know, come back to your area, you know exactly what to do. You got the funds to do it. You got less, uh, you know, whatever you had at the beginning obstacles. You don't have so many now because you've learned everything. So that's smart. You didn't give up. You just made the adjustment. Sometimes people don't make the adjustment or be like, oh, man, it's just too hard. I'm going to just give up and go do something else but you didn't do that. That's very uh, commendable and that's very smart too because you wouldn't have been able to learn. And 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 you just said, I'm just thinking at the time frame, this was during COVID? This, all this was going on during COVID? Um, yeah. Or yeah, not yeah. all of it, but a good portion of it. Yeah, 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 a good portion of COVID. So um, uh, I closed, I think it was 29. That's when, you know, got serious about everything. It took me like, you know, a year just to like, it took me a while just to like build up my confidence. Just to say, you know, like, I'm actually going to go ahead and do this um, and be and like intentionally be serious about it. And then, you know, COVID happened and um, like we still kept pushing through that. Uh, what else? And I just wanted to like, you know, take, like just take control of. Uh, like my time, you know, um, and that's what that's what I wanted most to have the have the time and financial freedom, and um, that's that's one of the things that I mean. There's a few that keep me going, but that was one of the main things that I want to be in a position to be able to like have my time and have my freedom to, be able to like do things that I want to not be tied not be tied down just because like the. We have to go through the world, you know, by making money. So, definitely, definitely understand that of controlling the time, because a lot of time, like during COVID, it's it's. A, I think it was only really two kinds of people: people that were just chilling, just relaxing. Oh, we off, and then there was people taking advantage of that time that we were given. It's like, okay, um, I can't go anywhere, but I got the internet. I got you know, YouTube, I got these devices. Uh, it's a lot of people doing lives or different stuff. And, you know, you had to take an opportunity in that moment, even though the world outside your house was shut down, but the world inside your house wasn't. So you could have took it to, you know, learn, you could took it to whatever opportunity. And that's something that you did. I, I did the same thing. I took advantage of uh, COVID and started a business and started being serious about getting my time um, back because when you go to a job, sometimes you go you go to that job, you wake up in the morning, you get ready to go to work, you get off work, you're tired from the job, you want to relax, 
you you know, might chill, watch some TV, you eat dinner, you look up, oh, I need to go to bed because it's time to, you know, do it all over again. But when you're, one word I heard you say, intentional, when you're intentional about doing something, you put yourself on a schedule, you put yourself in a, you know, you have routines and different stuff like that. So um, what are some of the little things that you did? Because you said you still work at the nine to five, but, you know, doing the entrepreneurial thing isn't easy. And I know, you know, you got to have systems, routines, but what are like, let's say three little things that you did to kind of like set yourself up for success, working a job and, you know, running a business? Yo, I know like this may sound like unconventional, um, but to be honest, it's like working out and reading. Um, and for me, that's like, it keeps my mental um, it keeps my mental sharp and working out, you know, it just allows me to like, whatever, you know, I got going on. And, um, when I feel like I physically like sweat, I, I, I put myself through that when I step into like the outside world, when I leave the gym, it's like, I could handle that comes my way. And, um, thinking like just sticking to that, it just allows me to like operate from a, from a place that this works for me. So like, let me just hold on to things. And this is what makes me feel good about myself. This is what makes me feel productive. And um, I just kind of like reverse engineer into uh, like into the business. And it just create it just creates a structure. It just creates a structure. And um, I don't figure it out just yet because it's a, uh, everything in business is, is is a experience you know there's no there's no like right way or wrong way to be able to like do business there's work for guardian and it's gonna be that work for eric what work for eric may not work for party but if it works for eric then eric go ahead and like stick to it and run through it um you have people who and they talk about like hire assistant you know put your systems in place you know, get your processes going. And I think that makes, that makes like logical business sense. But then I feel like there's also like the, like, that, you know, that gets attached to it. And it's like, are you truly like ready for that? You know, I had to go through like three, four virtual assistants and not like they were not good, but like you have a responsibility bringing people along. Like, are you actually trained and lead people? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like, like that's another thing a lot of times people just want to jump in a business and not re- they're not like truly ready to like commit you know like figure it out and then have that resiliency to be able to like still push and then like you learn about yourself, you learn about your style you learn like what type of marketing that you want to do above marketing you don't want to do and like how you like how you interact with people and um I don't know, like, how to tell somebody to go by just, like, going, focusing, focusing on the journey is more important. You know, like, where you at step is not going to be how you think and feel versus, like, when you took that first step. So going going through the journey, in my opinion, is, like, the most important thing. Yep, yep. Some the people always want to get to the destination, but 
you are, you're not going to be able to get to the destination without going through the journey, without going over the speed bump, without getting a flat tire, without having to stop to go get gas or whatever, you know, whatever you got to do on that journey, you won't be able to get there if you don't have have those things. Because say, if your car, you're, you're going on a trip, your car, your tire goes flat. If you're, you don't have a spare, you don't have AAA and you're not able to get that fixed, you're not able to continue to go on to get to the destination that you're going. So if you don't go through those different hurdles, you're not able to get to that destination. So it's always to enjoy and embrace and be grateful for your journey. But I like what you said, though, like you said, reading and working out. That's for you. That works for you. And that helps you and your system. And for and people don't people will go and watch somebody or they have a coach or be in a system or whatever the case. They be like, okay, they do this, this and this. I'm going to do exactly like this. But it don't work. It ain't helping you. It ain't changing nothing. But if you like, okay, let me start going to bed a little earlier. Now you realize, okay, I'm getting up earlier. I can, you know, do these different things rather than somebody might say, oh, stay up all night and get up, you know, don't get no sleep. And that's not working for you. For me, that don't work. Like when somebody say, you know, go off of no sleep, that don't work for me. If I don't have no sleep, I'm not good. I'm, I'm, I'm not good. But if I know, I'm going to go to bed at nine o'clock to wake up whatever time. Now I know I'm good. And that works for me. Like people be like, dang, why are you going to bed? Cause this works for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so you have to pick what works for you um, in those little steps to help you, you know, level up. So give three practical tips or three things people can do right now today um, to help them learn or to, you know, leverage their um, credit to get into real estate or what, what can they do right now today? Um, so I think, I think, I think the first thing that you could do when it comes down to like something that's practical that you could do right now is take financial inventory. Take where you at financially. Where's your credit score? Where's like, you know, your credit card debt? are you bringing in how much savings do you have do you have a 401k do you actually have a house you know do you have like you know equity in your house and just taking just taking financial of where you are at right now and depending on you know if you are in that position if you if you in the leverage then it's like now all right how can i leverage that's number one taking financial inventory I think um, to get started real estate or leverage in real estate, it's the credit. If your credit, I mean, if your credit is not, if your credit is not in position, you know, and um, man, this is, I mean, this is a one financial inventory. Two, you know, work on your credit. Um, three, all I possibly say is to like, you know. Get, get into mentorship um but get into mentorship if you're like if you're like brand new to this if you're brand new period get into like a mentorship you have like a community um like you know me and you we invested in uh we invested in coaching we invested in life coaching that has a community and um I think that helps people a lot more because you can see you can see 
successes and you could also see other people's struggles. And yep. um once once you join a community, you're in a position if you're new to this, you're pulling from that. You're gonna be pulling from new people who are learning, who are trying to learn about real estate. And um I think that's just gonna allow you to open up and um, get the information that you need, get the support that you need. Uh there's a learning you know, in that community. If you could, you know, soak up the game from the people that is winning and then um, you know, feet wet and then start pouring back into the community, I feel like it forces you to level up. So uh like three practical things that I would do for someone to take action and get into real I love it. I love it. You gotta take that inventory on your finances. Got to get your credit together. Look at the look at your actual numbers. That's that's the big thing that I took from <clears throat> excuse me from both of those. You got to look at your numbers because sometimes people don't look. You don't look at your numbers. Your numbers not really bad, or maybe your budget isn't bad, or maybe your credit isn't as bad. But you never took a look at it to actually know. And once you know, now like you said, get into a community. We both been in the community. We've seen people start at the bottom go and now they're at the top but we've seen their struggles we've seen the ups and downs of you know what it is so now we can ask questions or no question is a wrong question to ask so when you're in these communities when you're getting a mentorship ask whatever questions come to your brain because if you don't ask that question you'll never get the answer that you need or it might be an answer that something that don't even take you two minutes to do so I, I love those um you got to look at your numbers basically and get around people that are doing what you're doing or just get you know like you said don't rush into getting a coach you don't really know what you're doing just yet get into a community because when you're in a community there's going to be one or two other people just like you and then you guys can be accountability partners you guys can work together or whatever the case or you might have some people that's like a big brother or a big sister oh okay I see where you at. I was just there a year ago. Let me show you some steps that I did that can help you get to where I'm at a little quicker than what took me. So I love that, man. I love that um, seeing you, knowing you uh, for the last few years to where you're at now. And, you know, you got the real estate booming. You, uh, you're taking care of your health and all those things. So I just want to say I'm very proud of you. Um, what's a quote? that you can leave a dog quote, something that, you know, something where somebody's struggling, somebody going through something right now, they can take away and be like, all right, I can take that and I can, you know, make an adjustment. Um, tough times do not last, but tough people do. My favorite quotes, quote, my ET. Tough, tough people do. It's, it's, it's that just that simple. It's just that simple. Uh, like they say, this uh, this will not, this will pass. Like tough times gonna happen, things gonna happen. But you gotta be a a, a tough person. You gotta be able to get through whatever adversity. I'm sure um, we could have talked way longer about the different adversities you went through um, just to get there. But you gave us the steps from somebody that doesn't know too much or somebody that's just starting. They can get from point A to point B by just actually looking at the numbers, getting around people, and then just being intentional. I heard you say that, like, you got to be intentional about it, because if you're not intentional about doing something, 
that you've never done before, you're not going to do it because something going to punch you in your face. And you're going to give up. You're going to be like, oh, I shouldn't have done this anyways. But when you're intentional, when you're committed, you, you're disciplined, you, you start changing the little things in your life. Now it's like, okay, I can do this. And that's one thing that you've done, that you've told us that you've done. Me personally, I've seen you, you know, looking at your stories and different things of that sort. Um, so tell the people how they can reach out to you. Um, are you showing people? Are you talking about real estate? Are you just, you know, in the business? How can they reach out to you? Uh, social media, any way they can reach out to you? Yeah, man, most definitely. So um, I'm very on uh, Instagram. Instagram is uh, real estate dot ceo uh, real estate ceo and uh part of the culture community part of a culture community uh that i am part of opening the doors you know to invite other students in um is teaching you know how to get capital how to you know find market opportunities and uh find the best energy um is with somebody else you know one of my mentors that you know taught me you know, we're targeting um, a bit more of a commercial side of real estate, but, um, you know, if anybody who is interested, feel free to, like, you know, be a, and, you know, even if you got, even if you need, like, a direction, you know, like, how to get started or, like, you know, if you want to take the conversation further, you know, um, we could jump on a call, man, you could, uh, hit me up All right, so reach out to him on his instagram i have the link attached to the um to this episode um i appreciate you for coming on appreciate you for um giving us some of your time for today i know you're a busy guy um thank you again uh any last words no nah, man it's you for uh you know uh doing the platform man uh, being able to just invite other people on so you know it's good to hear it's good to hear from other people, but it's also good to, you know, for a minute and uh, to like still to listen, you know, so um, I'm glad to be on here to help you out. I appreciate it, man. And uh, I usually say uh, peace, one love.